Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where we talk about what's morally right to you. So today's topic is America grooming the people to hate, and is it morally right? I would have to say no, it's not right, but I have to say yes, they are grooming people to hate in all kinds of ways, and sometimes most ridiculous ways, and using certain types of rhetoric that keeps people steady stuck on whatever it is they have a gripe about. I mean, honestly, it's like every little tiny thing they start to hate. Recently, they got rid of the Muppets, and they at least heard that they wanted to ban the Muppets and Dr. Seuss, I know, and they ban these things. It's immediately, you know, after Dr. Seuss gets banned, there's books coming out where they tell toddlers it's okay to switch their gender or they're going to be racist and stupid stuff that toddlers don't care about. And it's, I mean, this is stuff that no one should have a problem with. You shouldn't have a problem with Dr. Seuss or the Muppets or things like that, you know. And then it's like this woke word is the most ridiculous concept ever to say you're woke. You know, to me, woke, you know, I said this on other platforms, but the word woke to me means someone who actually is woke to the real world, the other side of the world that we have, which is the spirit world. I mean, you're woke to the spirit of God. You're woke to the things that Jesus did on this earth. You're woke to the angels. I mean, whatever you want to say, you're woke it's one in a million thing to be spiritually connected to the spiritual world. And because of your wokeness, you're on a whole different plane compared to everybody else. That's being woke, you know, seeing something great. So to me, somebody like Jesus or Buddha, you know, even Lao Tzu, you know, all these people I've read about so many times, they're woke. They've been woke. They left the guidelines for us to be woke. They gave us the rules, the platform for us to find a way. That's why dang near every spiritual belief system says, this is the way. Even Jesus says, I am the way, which was the original way of saying it his way. Because everybody else is saying, oh, if you do this, this is the way. If you do that, this is the way. And Jesus comes forth and says, I am the way. So, the way to wokeness is to understand your spiritual knowledge. Now, the form of how they say woke means, oh, this guy is racist. I'm woke to what he's doing. Or, this woman is is sexist towards men. I'm woke to what they're doing. Even though, nowadays, it's, it's like glorified for women to be sexist towards men or hate men or be little the whole patriarchy type thing is they can constantly go on about but to me some of the things that they go on about is ridiculous they talk about men wanting women to stay home and cook for them and you know not want them to go nowhere we're not living in the 50s or the 30s i'm pretty positive no man in this time period just wants their woman to stay home and do nothing you know unless they have children they want them to stay home and try to make sure the kids are okay because somebody's got to do it if someone's working. If the man isn't working, then yeah, he can stay home or, you know, take turns, whatever. However parenting goes, you know. But 
no one believes in none of that stuff anymore. And then, you know, this Me Too movement, we're woke to what guys are trying to do in business and industries and all this. And you got this woman, Amber Hurt, that did whatever she did to Johnny Depp. They were trying to ruin his reputation. And for her to be a famous person, that just shows that these concepts that they put out there are wrong. And they, they invoke hate. They invoke anger, rage, confusion, and chaos. They're not meant for a normal society. These are people running around with bad judgments or a lack of knowledge. And in some cases, just straight up rudeness and, you know, a hatred for society altogether, some kind of personal mental illness. And it gets exploited to where we're all supposed to say, hey, you're doing good. We're going to follow you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to follow these people. I'm not following SJW or anybody that's standing up for a cause that doesn't sound worthy to benefit all mankind. If it's meant to benefit a certain group or a certain sex, it doesn't make sense. Just plain and simple, it doesn't. The Me Too movement, you know, and then you got the feminist movement. Here's the the guy movement, which is the Me Tao movement or whatever it's called. Men go their own way. And that's just playing tit for tat with the feminist movement. Okay, we all get it. You know, if, we're, if you've been a man like me or any man who's been trying to love a woman and a woman is abusive herself. And, you know, they use these rules that the feminists put out there to go against us. But what do the feminist movement truly do for women besides brainwash them into liking the same sex that they are, to hate men, groom them to to just like have a complete hatred for anything male, you know, anything that's created by men that is, you know, supposed to be empowering, it's wrong for a feminist. But yet, the things that I find curious is like, you know, I was doing, and I have been doing video projects for a while, and I go out and I film the homeless, and I talk to them, I help them, uh, you know, get something to eat or whatnot, you know, and I see women, I mean, it's so sad, I mean, it's so, uh, I get kind of sad talking about it, because what I experienced the other day was really sad, there was a, a girl, she was sleeping on the art building here in downtown, and, uh, she looked like a young girl, like she might have been, oh, who knows, man, like 17, 16. She was young, but she's laying on this, this slab of rock right next to our building, and feet were black and purple. She covered in a blanket, and just, you know, her hair looked matted, you know, really bad. And, you know, I just happened to have a glance of her face while she's sleeping in broad daylight in this heat, summertime, you know. And you just felt sad. Like, where's this girl's parents at? Why would they do this? And not just that. I mean, the fact that women run the streets and they're on drugs and they get taken advantage of by these guys. Why they're on drugs on the streets. They're getting raped. They're getting beaten. And you can always tell when a woman's been raped because they'll start, like, going through emotional problems. They're crying. They're very stitchy. They don't want to be around any men. You know, they'll stand a distance if they ask you for a cigarette, you know, and it's just like, it's sad. So where's the feminist movement to help these women out? 
to get these women off the street, to get them motivated and trying to find their life again, to find their families, to get whole, to rehabilitate themselves back into society. The feminist movement doesn't do this. Their main goal is to shame and hate men. And so that's another thing I'm saying. It's just society, America is training the women of this nation to hate men. And not just to hate men, to hate the whole system together. And it's wrong. You know, and I understand that, you know, in the past, what was going on with homosexuality and transsexuals, you know, they make it seem like they were getting treated unfairly. And yes, maybe they have, and maybe they still might, but I I live in Portland, Oregon. I'm sorry. They're everywhere. They got clubs where there's thousands of them on a weekend going to the club and, you know, they're not getting treated unfairly. What makes it wrong and what makes it always has been wrong. And besides the spiritual aspect of it is the fact that here you got people who choose to have their sexual orientation based their whole lifestyle. I mean, their whole lifestyle is based around their sex, plain and simple. And what they do is they, instead of trying to say we're, we're gay or whatever, we're going to go find somebody that's gay and be with them. They choose to not have boundaries and try to go overboard and confront people who are heterosexual. And then if they're confronting people who's heterosexual and that person's not into that type of thing, then they just offended that person. They just harassed that person. They shamed that person in, in public and everything. And so the repercussions of that is them getting assaulted, them being attacked, in some cases murdered. And so that shouldn't be, you know, ignored. I'm sorry. It should not be ignored. And I mean, look at Jerry Springer. He made a lifestyle off of bringing people on his show where they decided to hide what they were either male or female or they you know were trying to hide their you know their sexual behavior and it's just it's wrong and I'm sorry that should be accounted as a strike against them and continue to be because now the, the mentality of people are so messed up and I just don't understand why you know they want to hate people who's heterosexual. I'm sorry, it just makes no sense. You either want to hate them. It seems like they either want to hate people that's heterosexual or you're trying to convert heterosexuals into this way of thinking that is against God and against humanity. And it's a form of, of genocide. I'm sorry, it's just the way I think of it. You know, the ultimate end of the human race is to try to turn everybody against the human race without them even realizing it. And by doing these things of sexuality, by doing these things of selfishness, greed, obsession, you know, all these types of things, they, they make a person truly not care. And it makes them not want to be a part of their own culture, which is the American culture, the society that we are grown in. And, and I mean stuff with the Democrats, the Democrats hate this, the Republicans hate that. It's none of our business what these rich people do. Let's be real about it. Their parties are not parties. That's the first thing people need to realize when the Democrats and Republicans were founded. They were one party. 
They were known as the Democratic Republicans. And there was other parties that came and went. And there's some that's one that's around that was created in the 90s, but it's pretty much faded away and got Democratic tacked to the back of it. So I've always and I have been saying this for quite some time that we need a new political party. One that is truly made of the people, regular working class people, regular people who don't have uh, $500,000 in their bank account every freaking six months or every whatever. You know, I mean, I'm just being honest. It's just, if it's for the people and by the people, then how come the people can't really choose their own fate? They choose the fate of what's being given to them, and they're, they're sucking in all this useless information that comes from both political parties. And I'm sorry, Democrats speak hate. They speak hate, okay? They got... Kamala Harris in office. No one voted for this woman. They did a minority thing where, oh, we need a black person, a woman of color in the office. But Kamala Harris doesn't act like any black woman I know. And several other people agree with me on that. You know? And it's the same thing. Like, the most racist thing, make her in charge of the border. Make the woman of color in charge of the border. Don't like her. That's like when you, you know, you sitting there and you got a friend who's like, hey, I want you to meet a guy. And a dude's black. So it's like, oh, well, I've been wanting you guys to be friends for a minute. Why? Because I'm black? Because he's black? That's stupid. We might not have the same points of views. That don't mean we're going to get along just because we have the same stink color. And I mean, that's a form of racism. to automatically assume that all people of color are going to get along with other people of color. And always talk about, they say, oh, people of color, race, and all this is just a form of hate to keep people going, you know, to keep them, the, the whole spooky wheel of chaos continually flowing, you know, until you move up into some other realm that's just not right. You got people inside a country hating its own country. That's bad. You know, when other people have true loyalty to their countries, countries that's been around for thousands of years. They still have that loyalty. They have the loyalty of their ancestors. They have the loyalty of, of their bloodlines going back centuries in that country. You know, they have that loyalty, that respect, that desire to always want to be a part of the land they come from. But Americans know. True Americans born here, and most of them don't want to be here. They're tired of it. They don't want to be there. It's like kind of like when you a whole family for five generations might have lived on a farm. And then sooner or later, one generation says, oh, I don't want to be in this place. I want to be here in the city. I want to do this and that, you know. But what is it? Why do you hate the woods? Why do you hate the country? You know? And so it's the same thing with just regular people in the cities and stuff. Why do you hate America? Why do you hate the place you're born? You know, I know this is just, this is just a weird subject I'm probably bringing up, but is it morally right to hate this much? You know, to hate the way people are. You know, they already hate the way people look. You mean, it ain't about skin color. It's about some kind of implants, breast implants, facial structures. It's about mental illness. It's about disabled, non-disabled. It's like all over the place. You can't 
turn the news on or anything without being shoved a bunch of useless facts that have nothing to do with your own personal points of views down your throat. You can't even watch a show without something being forced in your face. Somebody's way belief system or way of thinking is forced in your face. It's like, I get tired of watching a show now. I mean, I mean, back in the day, you could just watch a show. And yeah, they might have some comments said, but it's not like how they do now. Like, you watch Quantum Leap, they call, you know, when he went to the guy that was retarded, he called him a retard. And back then, that's what we called him, you know? And now it's like, oh, that's not right. You got to call him a, you know what I'm saying, artistic or whatever, you know? So it's understandable that there's a change in the words, but that doesn't mean it's bad, okay? And it, they didn't go around, you know, messing it up the whole damn show. And there's a lot of other shows like that where they did things, they said things, but it wasn't the whole basics of trying to make you think differently in a certain negative concept or a way where it's positive to whoever created it and negative to the rest of us. And that's how it is now. It's positive to whoever created it and it's not positive to the rest of us. Back then, whoever created something back in the 80s, 90s and stuff, it was positive to all of us, even regardless of what they said, because this is how we all talked back then. We pretty much thought similar even though there was different points of views based on the culture, but we all thought similar. So that's why a lot of this stuff will always be popular, no matter what generation it is. Full House will always be popular, even though they made a remake. The original one's always going to be popular. Different Strokes, The Jeffersons, Archie Bunker. I mean, I can go on and on and on. The Facts Alive, Good Times, the fucking... Happy Days, all this stuff will always be popular in a certain kind of way. And I mean, there's movies and things that will always be popular, no matter how much they twist it. Like, Lethal Weapon will always be popular, regardless of the crazy show they make, you know? But what I don't like is, you're watching something, something like Supergirl, which is, you know, of course, it's a superhero show. And here it is, every damn episode. There's got to be something about a lesbian. And you got to explain why the lesbians every episode. And why it's like this. And it's, they do it in every show. Like all of a sudden, Mr. Terrific's gay and The Flash. and I mean, uh, Green Arrow. I mean, there's so many things that makes no sense. Why do we got to see this stuff? And then like, I'll watch something and I think it's mostly HBO shows where they just turn out gay. And I mean, you'll get really deep into the story. The show looks so cool. And then out of nowhere, bam. You know what I'm saying? They're forcing homosexuality down your throat. And they're doing it in an aggressive way. And I mean, you're sitting there. And one minute there's like, like for instance, I've, watched, I've been watching a Lovecraft Country. And it was all good for I don't know how many episodes. And then all of a sudden, you know, even though there's a whole thing with Adam and Eve, some weird magic spell some evil shit going on and out of nowhere this this person they find in a hidden cave which is underneath a museum which is this whole thing sounds crazy and the person comes reanimates the whole body goes from looking dead corpse to a living being and when this living being stands up you automatically think it's a girl because it's got breasts pretty in the face and all of a sudden bang there's a penis like what the fuck is this and, it's a, and they say, oh, well, you know, it's a creation, some kind of weird creation by God or Adam or Eve or something. I can't remember. And 
that's the first thing that's odd. Okay, okay, that's weird. Then the second thing that happens in that same episode, or actually the episode after that, is the father figure turns out to be homosexual and goes to this big gay club with all these transsexuals, or I don't know if that's the right term for it. Is that drag queens, I guess? I don't know. But anyway, so it like totally messed me up like because the main characters they had like small roles in this episode because there was something else going on with the main character female sister and i can't remember what that girl's name is but her sister uh was made out with the evil guy and was turning from one race into another she can go back and forth from black to white and i thought it was kind of interesting that part and that's what kept me watching it because it reminded me of a story I read a long time ago in a black book called Lex Talon. And if you don't know what Lex Talon means, it means an eye for an eye. It's actually an old word or old phrase uh, going back in a European history. Uh, but anyway, so you know, that's why if you watch Smallville, they call the Talon. <laughs> there's, a, there's a place called the Talon. That's uh, Lana Lang's parents' uh, place they met. Went to, went to go to the movies too and then Lex comes in and buys a place buys a talent and it's kind of funny it's kind of a, a twist because Lex talent you know an eye for an eye so <laughs> it made sense you know that Lex owns a place called the talent <laughs> so if, if you watch Smallville now you know why Lex bought the talent it's actually a play on words a very well good play on words if you're educated in your you know knowledge of history and stuff so I, I liked it that but anyway my point is this okay it's just that you know, this girl was turning back from both races or whatever and anyway so what happens is you find out that the whole time this guy that's been turning her back and forth from different races is actually the girl that they all hate in the show either that she's been changing back and forth at will from male to female and the whole thing was the black girl had fell in love with this guy, had sex with this guy to where he was able to do what he wanted to do to turn her back and forth from every race. And so what makes it messed up is now you're saying that there was some weird lesbian thing going on where this woman was pretty much changing her whole sex to have sex with a woman. It's just too much. You know, you're forcing that down people's throats. Then it's the same thing with, like I was like in Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is actually pretty well damn good. But there's a part, okay, the captain guy and plane, his homosexual thing, it's not it's not drug out there bad. It's just like, okay, he had a secret, this is what happened, and this is the repercussions. But the part where it gets crazy is there's a town that moves around and the sexuality moves, there's gay people and all this crap and it's just like the every show. It doesn't make any sense. Same thing with uh uh, Watchmen, and this just goes on and on and on, and to the point to where it's like, what are you trying to do? Especially, and the thing I have a reason why I'm bringing these certain shows up, like Supergirl, Doom Patrol. These are shows kids watch, so you're already manipulating kids into thinking, oh, you need to be homosexual, <laughs> and not you should just try to be you. And that's what I liked about the shows back when compared to shows now. But every show back then is like, it's okay to be you. You know, it's okay to be loved. It's okay to love people. But now it's like, okay, it's okay to love 
the opposite sex more than you love your own sex. <laughs> it's like, that's what the message seems like they're putting out there. And then they're like, oh, you should love women more than you love men. You know, and oh, you should treat people of different races like this and, and that. And it's just crazy. Either way, you sugarcoat it. You can't end racism because it's been embedded so hard in this culture. And it doesn't matter what you say, how you say it, you're always going to be a form of racist. And that's the ultimate hate that was taught through this country from the dawning of its foundation. And it will always be there. But the thing about it is they use that as the epicenter for all the other stuff they hate. You know, they use it for epicenter to hate, you know, men, you know, women, they hate the government, they hate the country, they hate their jobs, they hate taxes, they hate, they hate, they hate, and it just continues. They hate immigrants, they hate people. Something that happened long ago, I forget how old I was, my sister had married a guy from Jordan, and this was the early 90s, I think I was maybe around, when she married him, I was around like 12 or 13. And then, like, later on, she's my older sister, just so we're getting, you know, really older than me. And I'm pretty young. <laughs> but anyway, so, well, I was then, but whatever. She's in her 50s now. I'm in my 40s. Figure it out. <laughs> That's how old my sister is. So, anyway, uh, so, she had kids with him. Uh, she had three kids with him. Really loved this guy from Jordan, even though he was completely insane. At least I thought so. And my brother did too. But anyway, he uh, ended up getting murdered in Los Angeles. She went home to Los Angeles because that's where they were born. Uh, my brothers and sisters, and I was born here in Portland. And so they uh, went down there to try to start a family and things. And, and I guess he had went somewhere one day and was killed by people who thought he was a Muslim terrorist or some kind of Muslim spy, you know, and it's so heartbreaking the way, you know, they took this man from my sister and her, you know, my nephews and stuff, and it was just, it's just sad, you know, because, and it makes no sense at all, because a guy, if he knew the guy, he wasn't really caring about anything that came from his country, except for the historical facts, modern day times, as times he was living in at that time in the 90s. He wanted nothing to do with the stuff that was going on currently in his country. But he was more like an effect, like you say, old, you know, the Jordan River, you know, you talk about biblical stuff and it makes sense. But it's just said that we can't even one little thing and somebody will go off about another thing. Like my friend who just recently passed used to go off about China. Like, oh, we're going to have a war with China. China, this and that. But someone like me, I have a lot of historical knowledge on China. I talk about the Boxer Rebellion. I talk about, you know, old masters from, you know, martial art masters and so many things. The last emperor of China. I talk about the dynasty, you know, you know, different dynasties in China and all this stuff I know about China. So when I'm talking about these things, he used to always try to bring it back to now. Like you want to miss the purity little good joy that comes from certain parts of history. Like medical stuff we know now, a lot of it comes from China. 
But and I, and I got in an argument with a physical therapist last year about this because she's telling me to do things, and everything she was telling me was reminding me of my old martial arts training. And it was like I forgot some of this stuff until she started reminding me. I said, "Oh yeah, I remember about the breathing thing. It's all about chi, you know, stuff like this." And she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's martial arts, you know?" And they're not understanding that because. To them, they didn't overpower the medical field, so it's just a, a white thing. But that's where the hatred comes in, is when you ignorant to all these concepts that actually mean something to people. And I don't care where you come from, what your skin color is, how tall, how short, you're a part of the human race. And I know people say this, and they say a little stupid crap. Being human should be a beyond a privilege it should be on it should be the most important thing in your life because there's so many other things that can't function without humanity there's so many other things that the world has to offer but only can be truly loved and understood by a human and i'm sorry it's just i'm not gonna be a part of this let's hate everything in the country Let's hate everybody. Let's hate all this crap. Because I wasn't born like that. Nor was I taught like that. You know, people try to teach me these racist concepts. They try to teach you all this crap. And I mean, I mean, I remember long ago when I was a kid. I know this is a stupid story, but if hear me out. So I was a kid. My grandfather used to go on about white people all the time, along with other people in the family. And I was like, raised on TVL, I still, I'm still the same kid, even though I'm 40-something. <laughs> you know, so I remember there was a show, you can't do this on television, that was the name of the show. So Nickelodeon, or early 80 Nickelodeon. And there was this pretty little white chick I liked. And I decided one day, for whatever little stupid kid reason, that I'm gonna kiss the TV. <laughs> I will kiss her on the TV. And my grandfather, he's like, "Oh my God, he's kissed the girl, kissed the white girl on TV." Ah! And I'm thinking to myself, "What the hell? Like, I don't know. I fell in love with her by looking at her. <laughs> That's my problem to this day. I fall in love with women just by looking at them. I don't even have to talk to her. He's like, "Oh my God, she's beautiful. I'm in love." <laughs> It's a stupid thing, but I've never had that problem. My best friend growing up was this kid Josh. Me and Josh are still friends to this day. And when we, he was little, we were little. I remember, I think I was like five, six. I gave him my tricycle. He was three years old. And, man, we've been buddies ever since, man. We Yeah, we separated, you, you know, when we got older. A lot of people do. You go these different ways, you know. Some people go to college, some people go off to the military, and some people stay in the fucking town and go through crazy hell like I did. So I mean, <laughs> this happens, you know. But you always come around full circle, and you meet somebody that you know, and hopefully, one day, everything will come around full circle. And this is where the moral part comes in. Because God's already laid out the plan, the instructions of how humanity will play out. When I'm talking about revelations, he's already made it clear that there's going to be all these wars, these plagues, these famines. You know, these three angels are going to argue. and One are going to say, hurt not the tree, nor the land. 
nor the water, or the very fragment of time, you know. Well, they don't say the fragment of time, they just threw that in there. But still, those three angels are going to argue, they're going to do their thing. Then the four horsemen are going to come. Don't forget about worm root falling and hitting the waters and poisoning it, which already happened in Russia. And there's so much stuff. I mean, I read Revelations many times. And after all this stuff that happens, all the torment, all the punishment, all the things that try to kill off the human race, the meek will inherit the earth. Okay? It will all come back to a place of peace, love, and joy. And harmony once more the son of man will meet the first man created and Eden will be reborn again on earth and happiness will, will endure forever and this this is what should happen will happen but another thing that's odd about that too is that they say that once everybody knows you know the bible Jesus will appear you know, I heard this many times, and maybe I read it, I can't remember at the moment, but the same thing with Buddha is different, it's bike backwards, they say every time, well, once everyone forgets Buddha's teachings, Buddha will appear, so, this is a connection, I see a connection in a pattern with every culture, and it's a beautiful harmony if people took the time and realized it without the prejudice of hating things based off of whatever happened in religion and this and that. They want to hate Jews for no reason. They want to hate Catholics. Now, they're supposedly going around the country killing Catholics, beating up Catholics, and they're keeping it out of the news because they don't want to start another riots. They don't want more riots to be started based off of religious belief because then that will cause a whole another can of worms. And the hatred towards Christianity is the most outrageous crime against God. And I'm not saying it because, you know, you know, people are Catholic or whatever. It's the fact that God, you know, people believe in a God. Now, however they were taught to believe in a God, that's their way. They have the, the opportunity at any time to pick up a book, many other religious beliefs and study it and learn it for themselves like I do. And, you know, like you'll see that beauty that I see, you know. It's like, you know, you can see the beauty in every woman. It's just, it doesn't matter what skin color, it doesn't matter where your culture, a lot of knowledge comes from. Just obtain that knowledge, you know. Be the brain interactive construct. Obtain all knowledge. The brain interactive construct will take all knowledge from every book, from everything that has knowledge in it, then it would take it from every life form, and it would take it from the planet itself, and then destroy the whole damn shebang, and then go off and do it again, and try to learn it all again, somewhere else in the universe. And that's how we gotta be, we gotta obtain all the knowledge we can. This is the only way we're gonna win against this culture, that got created out of nowhere, just sprung up. I don't care if you call it Generation Z or what's the other one, the uh, Millennials. I don't care which one of those two generations created this crap. But the hatred is just sad. And, and, and I'm sorry, you cannot see light in all this darkness and hate. So we have to try to bring it out any way necessary. 
We have to bring all the hatred out of the country and out of people's hearts and bring love in once again. To do that, a teaching has to be taught, a great teaching that'll teach people their humanity, the true sense of, of what love means, true sense of empathy, compassion, and morality. And the morality in this country fell the day those Twin Towers did because they didn't find a way to honor the Twin Towers. They decided to hide the Twin Towers from people's minds. They took it out of the the Spider-Man movie. They didn't want to show them falling or the plane crashing into none of that. So that's the day morality left America. The day hatred began, who knows? We can say it's the day the first white settlers came to the country. We can say it's the day the first Native American decided to fight another one. Maybe hatred's always been in this country because it was the land unknown, you know, to foreigners outside of this place that wasn't born here. You know, all of us are foreigners, you know, but all of us are American. You know, we're born here, so we have to respect what we are here. You know, people like to say, oh, and this is another form of racism, but people say, oh, I'm I'm Swedish, I'm, I'm Irish, I got a bit of Spanish in me, all this crap that doesn't matter to one iota. You were born in the United States of America, so you're American. Whatever your name is, you're American, you know. I wasn't born in no damn Africa. I can't tell you anything from Africa, but you should hear the craziest crap people from other races will tell me, especially white people. They'll say the most ignorant shit. Like as if I, like I was just came fresh out the boat and I'm talking like, Hey, my name is a sneeze. Father of a chew. No, a chew is my son. He is a foreign exchanger from your country. (laughs) You know, get the hell out of here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, stupid, okay? I'm American, god dang it. You know, I watch fucking Clint Eastwood films like everybody else. I done heard all there's rock songs, heavy metal songs I know well, especially freaking grunge music and all that, man. I've seen all kinds of shows. all American. It's high time we just accept what we are and try to figure out how to make ourselves work within this country. What COVID-19 did is it took out a lot of people and people got frustrated because they spent so much time in their houses and they got so fed up, they decided to riot, they decided to go to the streets to take this hate, this anger, this frustration of the government and, and the things that go on with law enforcement out on society, on places that didn't need to be destroyed, places that mom and pop shops and stuff. But the thing that they missed is one thing. We lost tons of people. At one point, they said it was 500,000 people who died of COVID. And then later on, they said they lied about the numbers. It was 900,000 people who died of COVID. We had a great loss of people. And we're still losing people. In places where they decided it was a good idea to defund the police, people were going out killing each other. And that's not right. And so what I'm saying is this. There's been enough suffering, there's been enough loss, and there's been enough death. It's time to come together, unite, love each other, 
and try to stick up for a person not based off of them being the same skin color as you or having the same belief as you or working on the same job as you but because they was born in the same damn country as you and they have the same damn opportunities to become successful and great love your fellow person your neighbor your fellow American and try to, to teach them all the way and with that being said once again I'm the great Shelby Lee Kyles SLK Universe you best recognize you heard <laughs> and this is more I grew up and hopefully I made sense and it was all morally right to you Peace be with you and blessings upon you. And I love you. Farewell.